When it comes to keeping an eye on your business, Bay Alarm brings the best, like networked video surveillance systems so you can view your security cameras from anywhere. It's one more way we keep our eyes on what you prize. Because if your security is not the best, you're not secure. Go to bayalarm.com slash KNBR video for a special offer to all new business customers. Now more than ever, Bay Alarm, ACO 28CCL 880138. Local GEICO agents. Call or visit yours today. GEICO knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the camaraderie of the other bikers, a band of brothers, always there for you, rain or shine, to the amazing savings you get with GEICO on your motorcycle insurance and accessories coverage all year round. But for Bucky Hornhill, it was one reason in particular. It was my helmet hair. I was born with helmet hair. I've tried to cut it a bunch of times, even buzzing it, but it immediately just goes back to helmet hair. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Nothing says summer like grilling, and nothing says perfection like grilling on a Heston. Come see the Heston Living Suite on display and save up to $750 at the Heston Summer Grilling Event at Friedman's Appliance in Pleasant Hill or at Friedman'sAppliance.com. How much money would you like to save just by doing something you're already doing? 15 or 25 percent? How about 30 percent? Here in California, all state safe drivers can save 30 percent just by doing something they're already doing. Driving safe. That's right, 30 percent just by driving safe. Allstate can help lower your cost of driving. Safe drivers can save 30 percent or more. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent for a quote today. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Father's Day may feel a little different this year, but it's important to show Dad you care. At Kohl's, save on gifts he'll love, like tees and polos, kitchen electrics, and anti-gravity chairs with an extra 20 or 15% off, plus an extra $10 off your Father's Day purchase of $50 or more. You don't have to spend a lot to say thanks, Dad. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Offers valid June 11th through 21st. 10 off 50 with promo code DAD10. 15 or 20% off with promo code SAVEMORE. Select styles. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Now, it's time for KNBR's Opening Bell Report. Sponsored by Bay Alarm. Get protected with a professionally monitored commercial fire system from Bay Alarm. Now, more than ever, Bay Alarm. Concerned about a second wave of the coronavirus is starting to make an impact on Wall Street as stocks are sharply lower at the open this morning. Travel and retail shares were beat down overnight with United, Delta, and Southwest stock all down over 10%. Gap and Kohl's, they were off over 8%. Memorial Day festivities may be the reason for a spike in new cases in Texas, Arizona, and nine counties here in California, and that is casting a doubt on a smooth reopening of the economy. Meanwhile, 1.5 million more Americans filed for unemployment last week. At the open, the Dow is down 750 points, the NASDAQ is off 200, the S&P 500 is minus 75. DJ One Percenta. I'm the great One Percenta. There is none higher. And the Deadhead. I need more storage space for my Grateful Dead collection. Murph and Mac on KNBR 1045 and 680. The Sports Leader. Yes, yes, on the UMA guest line with everything going on. Obviously, Giants draft pick, a big topic today. Ongoing MLB draft today. The NASCAR Confederate flag story. The PGA Tour returning to action But as always, the NFL and the Black Lives Matter movement and the Colin Kaepernick story remain at the front of our minds. And who better to talk to than Pro Football Talk's Mike Florio, who's always out there in front of it, writing about it, blogging about it, and giving opinions. And here we go on Roger Goodell, Colin Kaepernick, etc. Mike, welcome back to the 49er flagship Murph and Mac show in San Francisco. Brian Murphy, Paul McCaffrey, Bonnie Jill Laughlin. How you doing, Mike? Can I just say... Then your music on the way in. That is great. That is English beat, I confess. Very impressive. I love it. I love I gotta tell you, Mike, you are you you are now in the point you're in the point zero one percent of listeners who's ever identified it, because that is my that's my little baby that our producer put on for me. And dude, you and me, we gotta go hang out sometime. Now I'm gonna be listening to all the old English beat songs tonight. (laughs) 
And then what was the group that came after that, Mike? Uh, General Public. General General Public. Public. Yes. 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 Throw a little tenderness, Mike. There you go. That's right. Uh, (laughs) That's right. It's funny. Every every now and then when I'm not listening to KMBR, I'll put on Sirius XM, and I'm all over the dial there in Channel 33, the first wave channel. That'll give you, and I hit a, got a little uh, little deep cut English beat yesterday. Too nice to talk to, Mike. Come on, too now. nice That's to talk it. to. If if yes. I had any type of passable singing skills, I could I could at least get the chorus. Maybe not a verse, but I could at least get the chorus. <laughs> it's a hell of a beat on that one too. Do do yeah. do 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 do. There's the well the bass going on that. By the way, Dave Wakeling still tours up and down the West Coast of California. He will play these little clubs in L.A. and San Francisco and Portland and Seattle, and he's fantastic. My buddy who turned me on to the English beat when we were in high school in the early 80s, he actually went to see him perform and, like, hung out with him and talked to him afterward because it's not like, you know, the Beatles. I mean, it's a lot of access to a guy that most people are like, who's Dave Wakeling nowadays? But back in the early 80s, that was, uh, oh, gosh, that was back back when we had record albums. That was one that uh, got the grooves worn out on it. Uh, special beat service with the boys walking across the tarmac there on the cover there. Oh, fabulous. Mike, where'd you go to high school? What, what region of the country? I grew up in West Virginia, so probably one of the places least likely to have a cult following of the English <laughs> right. beat. But uh, it was the northern part of the state closer to Pittsburgh, if that makes it any better. But, uh, nice. yeah, it's, uh, uh, there, there weren't a lot of English beat fans in those days. But uh, we, had, we had a group that was into it. Nice, Polly, as you know, the people always talk about one co- who would you have liked to have seen live that you did sure. in 1982. Yeah. The English beat opened for the Clash. Oh, and, that's a hell uh, of a bill right there. And, I, yeah. and, I, and that's like if I could go back one time in life, that would be yeah. the gig. That yeah. would be the gig. The beat in the clash. That'd be a good oh, one. Yeah. There you go. Oh, from that to all the heaviness, Mike. All the heavy. First of all, I believe our congratulations in order. Did Ben Roethlisberger unblock you today? Is that right? Oh, well, Ben Roethlisberger is in the process of unblocking everyone. I'd heard about this the other day that for years he's had his social media account run by a retired police officer, and she just would block anyone who ever said anything remotely negative about him. Now, I throw the challenge flag on that because I've heard from people over the years who are like, he's got me blocked and I've never even mentioned him in my life. I've never said anything about him and he's got me blocked. And it's amazing that that many accounts were blocked, but they are going back and they are unblocking everyone. I mean, my son was blocked and I don't think he's ever said anything about Ben Roethlisberger on Twitter. It's just odd. But now I think Ben has realized it's not enough to say I'm not the one who actually presses the buttons. It's his account. He gets it and he's gone back and Someone is unblocking everyone, and I assume and hope there's a way to do it collectively, not manually, because with as many counts that are blocked, it would probably take a couple of months to get everybody unblocked. <laughs> That's incredible. What a story. It's amazing how many people are blocked. Amazing. But, but, and it's, it's a slow process. It hasn't been automatic. A lot of people are still blocked, but everybody is going to be unblocked. So if you're blocked by Ben Roethlisberger, first of all, you may not realize that you ever were. Well, if you are, you won't be. That's so funny. The great Ben Roethlisberger unblocking of 2020. That is so funny. Uh, All right, uh, Mike, the serious stuff. And uh, we've been talking about it, you know, as is everybody. Colin Kaepernick. And, I mean, I'm kind of just throwing it out there in the broad sense. I guess the broad question I'd ask is, given, you know, what you know and who you talk to, is it likely he will have a job job in the 2020 NFL season? Right now, I'd say it's unlikely. But... We see how much everything has changed. The world has changed dramatically in the last three months. It was three months ago today when Rudy Gobert tested positive and the president gave his address to the nation about the coronavirus, and look at how everything has changed since then. So by the time we get to football season, who knows what's going to happen. It may be a situation where between injury and positive test results for coronavirus, there isn't anybody else. And it's either Colin Kaepernick or some reject from the AAF or the XFL. And, you know, it was glaring enough last year when Ben Roethlisberger gets injured week two and they go with Mason Rudolph, when Cam Newton's done week two and they go with Kyle Allen, and nobody even mentions the possibility of bringing in Colin Kaepernick. So I I think the NFL's posture at this point, even as this debate rages, maybe more than ever, it's on the late-night talk shows. It was part of the George Floyd eulogy by... Al Sharpton the other day. It's time, many believe, to make things right with Colin Kaepernick. The league's approach is keep your head low, keep your mouth shut, and just hope it blows over. Every negative PR development eventually blows over. That's the mindset, I believe, and I think they're going to try to just wait this out and hope that that the steam goes out of this instead of 
it reaching a critical mass. But I don't know that it's going to go away because it is such an obvious marker. I think there are two things for the NFL. If the NFL is truly going to embrace this moment of change that we are seeing embraced elsewhere in the sports world, I mean, my God, NASCAR has said no more Confederate flags. That's a huge development. The two things the NFL can do, number one, get Colin Kaepernick back in the league, and number two, get a new nickname for the Washington franchise. That thing continues to hide in plain sight. A dictionary defines slur. If you're serious about change, if you're serious about ending racism, it's racism in all forms that has to end, and that's one that needs to go. Yeah, good stuff. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, uh, joining us here. Of course, the the go-to website every day and, uh, and some thoughts on Colin Kaepernick. Interesting, you linked to this Barry Wilner AP column that floated an interesting theory that said maybe it wouldn't be wise for Kaepernick to come back and play. Maybe he gains more by not playing? Do you hmm. buy that? No, I don't buy that. Here's my belief on that. This is my opinion on that. And we saw a lot of false narratives get pushed about Colin Kaepernick three years ago when people were starting to say, why isn't anyone bringing him in for a workout? Why isn't anyone considering signing him now that he's a free agent? A lot of ideas got floated to the media, and media members ran with them, up to and including he's a vegan. That was one of the the concerns. Meanwhile, Tom Brady's been sucking down avocado ice cream for the last five (laughs) years, and nobody says boo about it. No, no. But but my belief is this. My belief is that someone from the league planted this idea in Barry Wilner's head and he ran with it because he didn't go to call on Kaepernick's people. I know that for a fact, to try to find out whether or not he wants to play. He, he surmises that, well, I don't know, we don't know whether he does or doesn't, but maybe he shouldn't want to. Maybe it's better for him to have a platform outside of football, which is just ludicrous. What, what player has a bigger platform outside of football than he had in football unless he becomes an actor or a politician after the fact. So being part of a team, being in our consciousness every week, having your name on the back of a jersey, being discussed in that setting, that gives you a bigger platform than what you already have. So I, I, I fear that there is this effort to get the topic changed and to throw ideas out there that can maybe take a lot of this steam out of the current debate and just get people to leave the NFL alone and let them continue to shun Colin Kaepernick. Wow, good stuff. Uh, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. And, uh, yeah, that is a strategy to wait it out and ignore him at the end. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. But like you said, everything changing so much. Uh, Mike, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is uh, Roger Goodell's apology on Friday. It was a week ago yesterday, uh, tomorrow. And it's leading to this speculation. Is Roger Goodell going to take a knee? like the NFL season opener? I mean, how do you see this, and how do you a week later evaluate Goodell's apology in which he didn't say Kaepernick's name? Well, I mean, first of all, Goodell's not going to be on the sideline for the opener. He may not even be in the building, depending upon what the final protocols are for access to the field area and whatnot. But, I, you know, there's a thought out there. Justin Jackson of the Chargers floated this yesterday with such an awareness now to the issue that Colin Kaepernick was trying to get us to pay attention to four years ago when he began to kneel. Maybe three months from now, you don't need to kneel. Maybe everybody knows about it. Maybe enough has happened that it's like, okay, we don't need to try to get people talking about this because they are talking about it. They're living it and they're changing it. But look, I, I think that the NFL met the demands of the players from that video last Thursday night as much as they could in the Roger Goodell response. I think they need to go farther. I think they need to make it clear. And this needs to come from owners, not coaches or the commissioner or anyone else. What they need to do, the same guy from the league office who went rogue to create the player video, which is a great story. Guy just decided, screw it. I'm not happy with how the NFL is dealing with this issue. We're going to create this video where the players make clear what they want from the league. Why not have that same guy write a script for all the owners to read and create a montage of all the owners saying in no uncertain terms, not you have the right to protest if you choose to do so. No, we encourage you to make a conscious choice about what you're going to do during the National Anthem. And whatever it is you choose to do, we completely and totally support you, and there will never be any adverse consequence. You won't be cut. You won't be benched. You won't be blackballed. You choose what you want to do consciously and deliberately, and we support you in that choice. That's the message that needs to come from ownership. And Richard Sherman made a great point earlier this week. The owners are too quiet. The owners need to be heard. It can't be the coach saying, I'm fine with players kneeling. It needs to be the owners saying, 
the players have the absolute right to kneel if that's what they choose to do. So I support them if they do it, and everyone else should too. That's what's missing in all of this. Well, yeah, those owners, though. That ain't happening, right? That ain't going to happen, sadly. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Look, would you – I mean, the world has changed. And, and the question is either you recognize that it's changed and you adjust your own life and your heart and your mind accordingly, or history is not going to remember you favorably. And, you know, I, look, I, I understand that there are barriers between reality and the billionaires who run the NFL, but here's hoping that enough of them have people who can speak hard truths about what they need to do, and we'll wait to see whether any of them come out with that kind of clear, plain, unmistakable statement, even if it makes them the subject of an angry tweet from the commander-in-chief. I'd like to think we're all at the point where we just don't listen to that anymore, that there's been so much noise coming from that account that it just becomes numbing and you just don't let it stop you from doing what's right. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, choosing doing what's right over worrying about the consequences, whatever they may be. And there's still too many people who are worried about consequences, especially the people who own the NFL franchises. Yeah, very strong takes. I like it, Mike. Very good. Hey, I know we're up, we're out of time here, but I, you know, your buddy Chris Sims, with whom you do your PFT Live podcast, um, just put Jimmy Garoppolo number twenty on his quarterback list on his rankings, only ahead of Baker Mayfield by one. Um, and I'm wondering, I'm a little concerned, given Chris's direct line to Kyle, that I hope it, that's not what the building thinks, right? I, I got to put Jimmy somewhere between ten and twelve, yeah, that, right? That Come sounds on. pretty low. Yeah. Well, look, here's what it comes down to, and and. We've agreed on a lot of things during this conversation. <laughs> right, English speed, you know. Look, look he, he was marginalized in the playoffs once he threw three passes that were all interceptable balls, all by Eric Kendricks. Kendricks caught one of them. It was the third one in the third quarter that caused Kyle Shanahan to say, throw out the passing plays, let's just run the ball until they stop us. And that carried over into the NFC Championship game where Jimmy Garoppolo had Bob Greasy's stat line. Bob Greasy from the early 70s, like, oh, you yeah. know, six throws. So, And then you fast forward to the Super Bowl, and I was sitting right above in the press box where this unfolded. Emmanuel Sanders breaks open, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, the 49ers are going to take the lead, and it's going to be up to Patrick Mahomes to try to win this game in the final seconds. And the ball lands five yards in front of where Emmanuel Sanders is, just like Jared Goff last year. Championship moment, championship throw, the ultimate litmus test for a quarterback. It's pass-fail. He failed, and I think he's going to have to bump himself up that list if he wants to keep that job. They're saying what they have to say to support their guy. They've got the financial commitment made. They thought about Tom Brady. They decided to stick with the guy they have. But unless he comes out and addresses some of those flaws – and shows the kind of performance that doesn't have Kyle Shanahan abandon the passing game and focus solely on the running game, these rumors are going to continue. And you know the guy we're going to be hearing about going into the next offseason, it's going to be an Aaron Rodgers homecoming that becomes the topic of plenty of speculation in San Francisco if Garoppolo doesn't take it to the next level. So what you're saying is that Jimmy has to go into the bathroom and he has to look in the mirror, the mirror in the bathroom. Right, Mike? That's Very right. well done. Oh, Mirror boy. in the bathroom, yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we'll leave on that high note. You go mirror put on Rough Ride. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Come on, start mirror singing. Mirror in the bathroom. Mirror, 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 mirror. Oh, I got it. I'm going to be listening to it right now. <laughs> Mike, be good, man. We'll keep uh, checking out your podcast. remember. Uh, you say, Mirror in the bathroom, please talk free. The door is locked, just you and me. Can I take you oh, to a restaurant go. that's Look got that. glass tables? You can watch yourself while you are while eating. While you are eating. There you go, Mike. Take right, care, man. Thanks for coming on. See you, See you later. Mike Who knew, Pauly? Who I knew? Had no, no, no idea, man. Uh, and, You've and, ridden side saddle for me for 14 years, just kind of quietly patting me on the head saying, I hear you, buddy. You're the no, beat. All right. <laughs> and I finally found my guy. You That's know pretty I mean? cool. It took a while, make... but we found him. We finally got <laughs> it him. It took yeah. 14 years, it really. It, it took a while. It took years. Oh, that was funny. Uh, we'll be right back on KMB. Let's go Giants next on KMB okay. 104.5 and 680, the sports leader. You're listening to Murph and Mac. Available now on your Amazon Echo smart speaker. This is KNBR 104.5 and 680. The sports leader. On the Chilton Auto Body Traffic Desk, if you're making the drive in Hayward, the Whipple Road on-ramp to northbound 880. Use caution there. There is a crash. Uh, it looks like 
At least one person has sustained an injury. It's on the shoulder of that ramp, but it's possible they could close the ramp down in order to take care of that uh, wreck. Also, northbound 101 in the North Bay in Rohnert Park at Wilfrid, there's a report of a car fire on the right-hand shoulder. Also in the North Bay, we've been seeing delays on westbound 37 from the Mare Island Bridge over towards Highway 121. Your drive for the Altamont, westbound 580, a slow ride from 205 up to North Flynn. Watch out for delays on westbound 4 from before Bailey to Willow Pass Road in Concord. And we are backed up to the maze. Metering lights on at the Bay Bridge. This traffic is sponsored by Safeway. New at Safeway, try the Impossible Burger. It cooks like ground beef, but it's made entirely from plants. Find it in the meat department. Just $5.99 for a 12-ounce package. Plus, this week, get premium seedless grapes, red or green, for just $1.48 a pound. All right, let's talk about my uh, good friends at Marin Health, who are making sure that everything is safe for you as you go into Marin Health. The imaging centers, the medical center, Everything is going to be sanitized and clean and taken care of for you. COVID-19 patients are tested. Everybody is tested for COVID-19. As soon as they walk into the building, COVID-19 patients are kept separately. Marin Health doctors are encouraging video visits to help uh, sanitization. Uh, And, of course, the facilities are sanitized thoroughly and regularly. I'm talking about the medical center, the medical network clinics, the imaging centers, just rigorous safety measures at all locations okay so the bottom line is this when you walk into marin health you know your healing place is a safe place hi it's jenny from your locally owned and operated bassett furniture stores here to tell you we are open at bassett we believe in safety style service simplicity and satisfaction our showrooms are clean and safe you can visit our stores call us to schedule a private shopping appointment or set up a virtual appointment our talented designers are here to help you design one room or an entire home our custom programs are all made in america and available for delivery in 30 days let us show you what we can do go to bassettfurniture.com or call any of our bay area stores Hey, San Mateo County residents, good sanitation is never more critical than right now. If you have a plumbing project, big or small, don't let an amateur or poorly trained plumber threaten your health with shoddy work. Call County Consumer Plumbing Service and Repair Group, the best plumbers serving San Mateo County and the East Bay cities of Hayward, Castro Valley, San Leandro, and Newark. All County Consumer Plumbers are union members of Local UA467, the best-trained, best-educated professional plumbers in the area, following all local, state, and national health guidelines. Call us 24-7 at 650-342-3747 or visit plumbingservice.com. Don't take chances. Hire the best and keep you and your family safe and healthy. County Consumer Plumbing, 650-342-3747. Are you tired of staring at that dent? At Mako, getting collision repaired is as easy as book, quote, fix. Come to Mako for a collision repair backed by our best price guarantee. Uh Uh-oh. Better get Mako. Men, are you frustrated in the bedroom? Campbell Men's Health can restore your confidence and performance without oral medication. Call 408-532-5675. That's 408-532-5675. Using the latest in acoustic wave technology, Campbell Men's Health uses an FDA Class 1 cleared device to remove blockages and fibrous scar tissues that impede blood flow, the main cause of ED. To schedule a no-obligation consult, call Campbell Men's Health now at 408-532-5675. Location in Campbell and Monterey. For the ones we trust to always be there. For the ones caring for others. For the ones who keep things going, no matter where they are. In extraordinary times, extraordinary people step up, like the ones standing guard and standing on the front lines. And the ones who are staying apart while still working together. With your efforts, we will get through this. We're grateful for all you do. Visit Granger.com for resources that can help as you create your recovery plan. Granger for the ones who get it done. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. 
New members who open a Super Reward checking account at Provident Credit Union can get a $300 bonus. And now, 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 time for the Protect Your Assets with David Hollander Business and Technology Report. The coronavirus pandemic continues to wreak havoc on the labor market as another 1.5 million Americans filed for unemployment last week bringing the total jobs lost since the pandemic took hold in mid-March to over 44 million. While last week's totals are stunningly high, it was a better number than expected, and the slowing pace is a bright spot on the U.S.'s road to economic recovery. The overall unemployment rate now stands at 14.4% down slightly. In California, meanwhile, jobless claims did increase by about 30,000 last week. Stocks are getting slammed on virus worries. The Dow is off 745 points. The Nasdaq is down 205. This has been the Protect Your Assets with David Hollander Business and Technology Report. Will your retirement savings last through your lifetime? Learn more. Listen to David's show every Saturday morning on KNBR or call 1-866-PROTECT. The pick is in. Who will Giant fans be rooting for a couple of years from now? With the 13th pick of the 2020 MLB draft, the San Francisco Giants select Patrick Bailey, a catcher from North Carolina State University. We checked with Candace, and it's all clear. Check with Candace. The KNBR Morning Show with Murph and Mac and continue. Hear it on your Amazon Echo smart speaker by saying, Alexa, play KNBR. Patrick Bailey, or if you want to get into the riffing, hashtag Patty Barrels, uh, they call him, because he Patty has raw Barrels. power, uh, de- defensive catcher, and yeah, we were all like, wait, what? Catcher? What? Got a few of those. Uh, <laughs> by the way, Aramis Garcia is over there going, hey, guys, I'm here. With my yeah, Garcia is another you know, one. Hey, what do you guys by the way, for me, Murph, for me, the way that you've got your list of concerns and questions, I like part of my brain's wondering, too, and this is for all of the uh, uh, 80s rockers out there. I'm, I'm wondering uh, deep in the in the recesses of my brain if there's a connection to William Bailey. And, of course, Murph, you know who William Bailey is, right? Uh, 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 Axel who? Yes, Axel dude. Yes, yeah. okay. Murph. Right. Dude, right. Murph's having a big yes. day with the English beat and now a reverse Whew. dunk on Axel yeah. Ru- Dude, that is not common knowledge. That's a great pull by you right deep, there. Deep, deep. Well, I told you, Bill Bailey is the old Dixieland song, Won't You Come Home, Bill Bailey. And so, so you, you got go. that there's- Bill Bailey, then there's William Bailey, out of, and, and William Bailey, Axel Rose, originally out of um, Bloomington, Indiana, I believe. Bloomington, and Indiana. 808 KMBR, a shout out, comic strips you read when you were a kid, Beetle Bailey. All right? There you Beetle go. Bailey. Yeah, Beetle Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's the MLB Network profile of this kid that the Farhan Zaidi regime has selected. Okay. Oops, sorry, Cope, sorry. I thought we were doing cut B, beta, as in B as in B as in Bailey, Bailey, my friends. Here he is. Pat Bailey profile, MLB network style. Patrick Bailey. Bailey is the top catcher on the board, and he fits a very attractive profile as a switch-hitting backstop who projects to stay there at the next level. The swing is simple and well-controlled from both sides of the plate as he does a really good job at controlling each at-bat and the strike zone as he rarely strikes out and still manages to hit for a decent amount of power. Defensively, he's stout, locking down the running game with an above-average arm and executing game plans with the pitching staff. Vinny Servino, perfect game. This kid's got an interesting story. As a junior high kid... He was such a hard-o for baseball, he showed up at this local academy run by an ex-big leaguer and would catch college guys throwing 95. He was in seventh grade at the time. Are I you coached serious? these. Wow. Tell, I got I got a seventh grader in my house in the fall. He ain't catching ninety five. I'll tell you that right That's now. That's a great so, little anecdote. That's really well, cool. Well, he's wow. going to join our show at nine fifteen today. But Kipe's going to tell us all about it next on KMBR, the Power Hour. Get ready. Here on it KMBR comes. KMBR one zero four five and six eighty. These sports leaders. Murph and Mac podcasts are available now on Spotify by searching KNBR. The sports leader. Ladies and gentlemen, how do you distract everyone from your inability to compromise on an MLB season? Each and every day that goes by, we lose the capacity to play at least one game. Have yourself a draft. With the 13th pick of the 2020 MLB draft, the San Francisco Giants select Patrick Bailey, a catcher from North Carolina State University. Please welcome the newest member of the Orange and Black, Patrick Bailey, who joins Murph and Mac today at 9.15. 
Then we'll get the scouting report on Bailey from former Philly and current ESPN analyst Doug Glanville at 2.30 with TKB. And finally, no, we won't be moving on. It is our duty to keep systematic racism at the forefront of our collective minds. We press on on the sports leader through your smart speaker. It's as easy as saying to your Amazon Echo, Google Home, or Apple Pod, play KNBR. Why do we call it small business? Why not agile business, nimble business, dance circles around the big bulky behemoths business? UMA Office, the small business phone solution, has a virtual receptionist to direct calls to the right extension and a mobile app to help you answer while away from the office. About all that's small really is the price, starting at only $19.95 a month. Visit UMA.com, that's O-O-M-A, or call 866-840-8792 to find out more. UMA. The phone your small business deserves. For over 50 years, RNS Doors and Gates has provided security to Bay Area residents and businesses. Now more than ever, RNS Doors is making your safety and security their top priority. Visit rsdoors.com today or call 800 Fix A Door for your free estimate and consultation. As an essential business, their technicians are trained to execute services and installations while maintaining the highest safety standard. Visit rsdoors.com today to read more about their COVID 19 non contact methods and schedule your free consultation. That's rsdoors.com. When it comes to using data, everyone is different. Which is why Xfinity Mobile created a different kind of wireless network. One that's designed to save you money by letting you design your own data. Giving you more choice and control compared to other top wireless carriers. Now, you can choose unlimited, shared data, or mixed lines of each and switch any line, anytime. No one else lets you do that or automatically connects you to millions of secure Wi-Fi hotspots and the best LTE everywhere else. So no matter where you are, we've got you covered. All while saving up to $400 a year on your wireless bill. Xfinity Mobile. It's wireless reimagined. Call, visit a store, or go to XfinityMobile.com today. Simple. Easy. Awesome. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Requires residential postpay Xfinity Internet. Actual savings vary and are not guaranteed. For Xfinity Mobile broadband disclosures, visit www.xfinity.com mobile. The new Diamond Certified Directory is being delivered now. You'll find local companies rated highest in quality and helpful expertise. Order your always free Diamond Certified Directory at diamondcertified.org. Tri-Counties Bank provides service with solutions and easy access to it all. With nationwide surcharge-free ATMs, plus the technology to bank from anywhere, anytime. With 14 Bay Area locations, switch to better banking, tricountiesbank.com. Time now now for your KNBR half-past headlines. Sponsored exclusively by GKV Capital, a leading investment portfolio management firm. Hear the GKV Capital closing bell update today at 3.15 p.m. On the Sports Sports Leader. I'm Bonnie Jill Laughlin with your half past headlines. The first round of the 2020 MLB draft was last night. Commissioner Rob Manfred spoke before the draft and is confident that we are going to have baseball this year. I'll be disappointed that we're unable to reach an agreement that allows us to play more games. Um, but you know what? I think at the end of the day, the most important thing, and I'm not buying into your number of 48, the most important thing is that we play Major League Baseball in 2020, and I can tell you unequivocally we are going to play Major League Baseball this year. And two days after driver Bubba Wallace called for NASCAR to ban all Confederate flags at racetracks, the organization did just that. NASCAR said in a statement Wednesday, the display of the Confederate flag will be prohibited from all NASCAR events and properties. Those are your half-past headlines. Back to Murphy Mac. Ladies and gentlemen, the sports leader welcomes you to Murphy Max Power Hour. Power! That is all power. It's no commercials, no BS, no f- around. S- starting with Dwayne Kuyper. Yes, yes, and yes. Followed by today's top six, 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 top six sports stories. And capped off with a cooler of content. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. It's exactly what you want and everything you need. So grab your coffee. Who wants coffee? <laughs> pound your juice. This is all good juice. Because Murph and Max Power Hour begins. Fight, fight, fight the power. Now. Now. Giants baseball. Giants baseball. Giants fans. 
We all know it's rough out there these days, so to smooth it all out. Out of here, and the Giants take the lead. Here's everyone's favorite two-bagger, number 18's Wayne Kuyper. We're going to get through this, Kuyper. Let's do it. <laughs> Sponsored by your Northern California Honda dealers at NorCalHondaDealers.com. On KNBR 104.5 and 680, the sports leader. It's funny, in the open, says everyone's favorite two-bagger, Dwayne Kuyper. Well, Farhan's got a favorite, and it's the position two, the catcher. That's my <laughs> tortured way of saying good morning to Dwayne Kuyper on the UMA guest line. Kuyper, welcome to NC State catcher Patrick Bailey, and then six more kids today. We got baseball, Dwayne. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, it was, uh, look, you know, I, I, I want to see the Giants pick first because then I can move on and start doing some other stuff. <laughs> you got to wait 12 rounds, right? Yeah. And uh, so you keep it all in the background and you have a little bit of it. Well, you have, you know, who's taken. So, you know, you, you start thinking about all these young guys that you've been reading about and, uh, you know, what, where is that going to leave the Giants? And, uh, I just, you know, the, the mock draft thing kills me. And, uh, and I, I'm addicted. Uh, you know, football mock drafts, you know, these mock drafts, if, if something splashes up on Twitter or all these different I, – I mock drafts, I can see what's going on. And then in the end, you're tricked. Yeah. yeah. Because nobody's right. No, Dwayne, I saw <laughs> a, know, uh, yeah, a, a kid sent out a I mean, screenshot. They're going to be right like, on the first one or the yeah. second one or the third. But after that, nobody's right. Right. They're not. <laughs> Yeah. Dwayne, I saw a screenshot a baseball writer sent out. It might have been that kid Kylie McDaniel who we had on, who was on the TV. And it was like Baseball America, ESPN, MLB, all these analysts. So it was like 10 different mock drafts. And he had them shaded for the right, who got them right. The best guy got four right out of 32. That was the best guy. All right. Everybody got number one. Some people, that was it. They got number one, and that was it. Okay. <laughs> the next 31 were wrong. <laughs> I don't know about this job security. If, if, if the if you're if part of your job is getting this mock draft thing and getting it right, oh, the guys are in trouble. Oh gosh, weather forecasters are looking fantastic. Kuiper credit, he's been able to hang in there for about fifty years now. Uh, but uh, but anyway, uh, you know what? I when they took a catcher, was I surprised? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know Joey Bart, but if you look back at the history of Farhan, and uh, and all you have to do is eat Giants Dodger games and see how many different guys on that Dodger team now can play other positions. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and so I, I don't think there's any doubt that that Farhan, um, you know, in his mind, he wants to see athletic guys that are willing to move around. You know, with Michael Holmes and far on what they said afterward, you know, it makes a ton of sense. Uh, Maybe the DH is coming. Maybe with an extra player on the roster, you know, you can carry three catchers uh, if that happens, you know, two years down the road. Uh, so, uh, So I thought, you know, if that is who they had as the best player available, then good for them. Didn't matter what position he played. Grab him, and uh, and then deal with all that talent a couple of years from now. It's it's you know it's just a wealth of talent. Yeah, you want players for sure, absolutely. And, and in terms of um, where he uh, slotted that, that kid Bailey, Patrick Bailey, the the Giants took every one of those mock drafts. I told you the ten drafts. Every one of them had him somewhere between twelve and seventeen. So. It wasn't any kind of crazy reach in terms of the quote-unquote experts. Not that they care what the experts say, but so, I mean, this guy is a proven player. A lot of people had him as a top 15 type of kid. So it's funny, somebody pointed out, a texter pointed out, so if you study um, Farhan, he went back to 2016 when the Dodgers had Yasmani Grandal uh, pumping out home runs at catcher at age 27. They went and drafted Will Smith, the catcher, uh, in the first right. round. And, and so there's a little history there. Um, yeah. Dwayne, I think also th- Murph, yeah. that I, I think if you read all these different things that all the experts say about, I mean, the kid was rated the number one college catcher. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's, that's, you're saying something because there's some terrific college programs out there. And, well, he uh, was, the fact uh, yeah. that he lived really close to where, you know, Michael Holmes lived for a long time and he watched his kid grow up. So, that, hey, that was an interesting all angle, all Dwayne, that, that they weren't able to fly around the country and see games as much because there were no games. So they actually had to fall back a little bit on what they knew. And, and they right. knew this Bailey kid since high school. Right. And I think high school programs got 15 games in or 17 games in. Yes. Yeah, everything like was cut down. And, you know, that's not enough. But I guess what you hope is is that the work you did prior to that uh, is something that you could fall back on. But I will say this. Yesterday was a big day. Today is way more important than yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just because of the number of draft picks that you have today, mm-hmm. and uh, and now the the real work of those scouts, you know that's going to come today because uh, you know these are the guys that fill out your organization, and we're we're talking about second, third, fourth, fifth rounders. I mean, mm-hmm. we got guys in the twentieth round that have become terrific big leaguers. So these rounds and these next pick for everybody is uh is absolutely huge i'm i'll be watching today with more interest than i did yesterday just because of the volume of drafts that they have no, no question and it's an age-old story for us in the sports media world is that we f- obsess over the first round and it's important nick bosa to the it niners is. But you know what else is important to 49ers? Debo Samuel was important to the 49ers. Dre Greenlaw yeah. was important to the 49ers, you know? I mean, the Niners got a ton of players in those later rounds. And then there you go, look around the Giants. Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford. These were all non-first-round guys who, who wind up being right. huge players in the in the system. So, uh, absolutely, I mean, Dwayne, you're right. The, six today, the Dwayne, about six. The first round is you just don't want a swing and a miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know, yeah you, right. you, you want... You want to be absolutely sure that this guy you're taking in the first round is going to be a quality big leaguer for, you know, five to ten years. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's they're littered with guys that didn't get past A-ball. So you can't have a swing and a miss. And that's basically what organizations are striving for is to get somebody that is, a, that is an absolute sure thing that they're going to help your organization for a long time. And in fact, if you just want to have some fun, go down and just look at first round draft picks through the years. They don't, as you just said, they don't all work out, man. By a they long don't. shot, they have by a long they shot don't. they don't. Um, Dwayne, it's so a little bit. Couple things that were interesting off of this pick um, is that when, when everybody was like, after we got over the shock, we were, and, and of course, you know, Farhan and Michael Holmes had planned this out, so they weren't shocked. But two things: one is that this seems to speak to a DH in the National League. And this was brought up on TV last night. And it sure seems like this pick means that Farhan thinks or knows that the DH is coming to the National League. Did you did you roll that around your brain? Well, I mean, I think when he said that, uh, it makes you think that uh, there's reason to believe that even though there's a lot of people against it, uh, there may be too many people that are for it. And, you know, and I don't like it. But, you know, my, my opinion didn't matter. Uh, the heads of all these people making these decisions. And you know what? I think the you know, look, I think the, the union likes it because, you know, it means older guys are going to play longer and the older guys are going to be the guys making more money. Uh, so I think the union probably likes it. But there's a whole bunch of players that don't. But, you know, they're probably not going to have a, a, a large say in this. So it's probably coming. Uh, you know, I, it might, even 10 years ago, it might have been inevitable that it's coming. Uh, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to like it. It means that we're going to tolerate it and just, you know, move forward. So there's nothing that you and I can do about it other than bitch. Right. Well, yeah. we can do that. Isn't that, are, we, are we allowed to bitch? A little bit. I think we're right? doing it right now. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, the other thing they mentioned was the possibility of an automatic strike zone 
and how maybe that might, I don't know, lessen the need for a defensive catcher like Bailey. But, of course, he does so much more than just frame pitches. You know, it's the arm, it's the calling of the game, it's the blocking of balls, all that stuff. But um, that was another one kicked around, Dwayne, where I was like, wait, what? They're going to the automatic strike zone? What, what have, you know, yeah, what do you I don't, you know what, Murph, I don't hear that as much as I do about the DH. Uh, and, you know, Mike and I have had these discussions about the automatic strike zone on the air. Mm-hmm. And uh, it always comes up where we've got a really bad home plate umpire. It comes up for me mm-hmm. because, you know, it's it's just an example, and it's not really fair, but it's just an example of when you have someone behind the plate that's that's horrible. The, my first thought is, is well, there's an example of why we need an automatic strike zone. And it's, it is unfair because five games prior to that, all the home plate umpires have been terrific. You know, they miss a call here, they miss a call there. But, you know, that, that's going to happen. But then there's those times where you go, this is ridiculous. We can't have this. And I think that, that really falls on Major League Baseball more than it does you know, having an automatic strike zone. If that guy's bad, get him out. Come on. I mean, <laughs> right. this, this is right. a league where you, you have to be good. You're a big leader. Get yeah. him out. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and you know, you just, you can't, you can't do it. Uh, there are too many rules that won't allow you to do that. So anyway, I, I, I don't think I would be in favor of the strike zone, having a computer, call me out at home plate. But uh, but if you don't start cleaning up guys that aren't good behind the plate, then it's going to come. Yeah, uh, you know, Mike seems to think that averages would plummet. Uh, you know, I seem to think that players would adjust to it and eventually figure it out because if they start calling the high fastball, it means you have to swing at the high fastball. That's a, that's a belt-high strike. And uh, and right now, the way hitters are have been taught to lift, you get a little bit of an uppercut. Well, that uppercut only works for pitches that are done around the knees. That uppercut doesn't do snot pitches that are thrown at 95 at the letters. It's not. Because that uppercut doesn't work. So uh, so that's Mike's point. Wow. You know, hitters are going to really have to make an adjustment and start swinging at that pitch that's that the computer is going to say is a strike. And uh, for the last 20 years, it hasn't been a strike. Uh, it was a strike a lot of times when I played. But for whatever reason, as the years went on, the strike zone started to lower and lower and lower. And uh, in a lot of ways, I, I don't think it's fair to, to pitchers as to how low they've made that strike zone right now. Yeah. Yes, very much so. Well, a long one to answer. No, but I like it. No, I like it. We're talking ball, baby. We're talking ball. Uh, I like it. And and the other thing, just kind of as I continue to mull over this Bailey pick, and I'm intrigued, you know. By the way, he says, did you hear uh, on a lighter note, Kipe, that when he does connect, the ball goes very, very far, and they called him Patty Barrels down in NC State. Patty Barrels. It's a good name. (laughs) That's one for your files there. Barrels. (laughs) Yeah, and then we'll see how long he puts him back. Right. Did you guys see the bat flip video? <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did see oh, that. God. Some guys in Korea are sending him DMs telling him they're, uh, they like him. Oh, stop. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I started to think about the idea of Joey Bart at first base. Um, that sounds like, that sounds like a, a reasonable way to look at this if Bailey pans out, of course, you know, I'm assuming. But I don't know, Dwayne, is that you – know, that's a guy – it's funny, we talk about catchers. They don't want to move. Like, Buster doesn't want to move. You know, Joey Bart probably is very proud of his catching. He called games in Georgia Tech. But I'm just thinking, does that does that sound like something where if it all works out, Bart starts, you know, playing a little first base for the Giants? Get that bat in there? Well, you asked two things. One, about Bart playing first, and then you said play first a little. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, but suppose he played first a little. Right. That's true. Right. So, I mean, I think the answer is yes. I think the answer is yes to a little. I don't think it's a yes to a lot. Okay. Uh, and uh, and that's when the, you know, the DH thing comes in. So, uh, I mean, can you imagine the amount of times Buster Posey would have played if there was a DH? I mean, he'd, <laughs> he'd have probably an extra 400 at-bats 
in his career if, wow. if there was a DH in the National League. Because his day off would have been walk up the home plate four times. There's your day off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, get off your feet, sit in the dugout, and uh, and have some fun. So uh, so anyway, yeah, I, th- I think first base. I mean, I think you know Patrick Bailey should pr- probably grab a glove and take some ground balls there. Uh, you know, be be versatile, move yeah. around a little bit. Yeah. And uh, my only. I always laugh at Mike. Cause my only problem is, is when they move some big, some big guy that doesn't look like he belongs in the infield. When they move him to second, it's like what? <laughs> you make him look like anybody can play that position. <laughs> who did that recently? Uh, that um, somebody who was it? There was a giant out of second a, on a, Pablo on a, on a Sunday night ESPN game. He did. Pablo yeah. started at second base. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look, it was Pablo. I thought it was great. Right. <laughs> But even when Max Muncie plays second, it's like, come on. The guy's a catcher first baseman. He's just it's like, geez. And he, he does fine at second base. Uh, but that was not how my position was defined when I was playing it. And uh, over the years, if you're versatile enough and if you can swing the bat, then they're going to find a spot for you. Yeah, the demise of the of the defensive spe- of like a, a guy playing one position. You just like, yeah, Dwayne Kuyper, second baseman. Did you ever have to? I don't have your pro football, your pro baseball card in front of me here. Did you play any shortstop or third at any point? Well, first, before I answer that, it's it's more the demise of the skinny guy, Murph. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the demise the of the skinny guy. guy. You and Mark Belanger, right? Uh. Yeah, Blade, the demise of the skinny guy. You, Johnny LeMaster, and Mark LeMaster, totally, Bones, yeah. I got you here, Kai. You played first base five games in 76. Uh, You DH'd three games, it appears. Uh, But that's it. You you played first also one game for the Giants. Kai, you played six games at first, according to this. That's it. I played, uh, uh, I think it was, oh, it might have been 1976, uh, I think Boog Powell got hurt, and Frank wanted a DH, and I was swinging the bat pretty good. I mean, look, I wasn't hitting the ball out of the park, but uh, but he said, you know what? I grab a glove and play first. I said, I don't have one. He said, well, use mine, and it was a horrible first baseman. I should have gone out there and played first with my my uh, my second baseman's glove. But the thing that was odd for me is standing at second base. For all those years, and if there's a ground ball hit to someone other than you, you kind of move towards the where the ball is hit. Mm-hmm. In other words, if if you're at second and there's a ground ball to short, you kind of move in that direction. Well, I was doing that at first. Well, yeah, you got to go cover the bag. That's your job. <laughs> so it was completely. I mean, I was fishing out of water over at first. You know, look, after a while, you figure it out. And, and uh, you know, the, the other thing is holding runners on where, you know, if you're playing at second, you never have to worry about a pitcher throwing the ball to you. But now you're at first, you're holding a runner on. You better keep an eye on the pitcher. Because if he throws him over there, you're going to get hit right in the head. Absolutely, yes. So it was it was a little bit, you know, look, you can figure it out after a while. But, uh, but I didn't like it at all because the cutoffs are different. I remember I, I was a cutoff man on a play at the plate, and I thought the runner was going to score, so I cut it off. And I got in the dugout, and Frank's like, "What are you doing?" I go, "Frank, look, you put me there, all right." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, just back off, all right? Yeah. Put me there. Yeah, you're uh, so like, it's right. a good. It's a good answer. That's a great answer. I'm only I out there because you put me there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, I'm gonna say that to any time. Uh, you know, the program director says, "Why'd you do this or that in the show?" I'm like, you, you put, put me, me here? on the air. Yeah. yeah, it's your fault. You put me there. <laughs> you told me to do the show. Yeah, <laughs> oh that's God. great. That's great. All uh, right. Well, well, there it is. I Welcome. I had, I had yeah. One game at first with the Giants. I think it was the last game of the season. In uh, in 1984, and I I. I I was, I, th- I was hitting 199. How about that? Okay. It was, yeah, it was either 83 or 84. I'm not sure. So I got one more at that because he, he had me at first. 
this is I'm I'm going to live the off season on the interstate, or I'm going to get off the interstate. Mm. And you know what the interstate is, right? You're hitting I-99. Yes. Interstate yes. 99. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I hit a high chopper that took one big hop over Ron Say's head. Nice. And I went down the first. I was celebrating, man. I got off the interstate, and I did not have to sit on this whole winter. Yeah. And, uh, and that's how the season ended up for me. That's kind of the, uh, the inverse story of when Ted Williams was hitting 401 and – his manager said you can sit on the last day, and Murph. he said, "This is a way bigger hit than that." <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, uh, glad it was over Ron Say's head. You too. and Teddy can sit down over a cocktail one back in the day and say, "Remember that time we had our big at bats in the last day of the season?" Yeah. yeah, it's always a great example of how hitters know exactly where they're at average wise, and you know now. Yeah. All you have to do is look at the scoreboard. But yeah, right. I didn't even need the scoreboard to know where I was at on that one. That's so good. So good. Well, all right, Patrick Bailey, come on down if you can play. Talent is good. And like you said, I'm with you, Kype. Today is bigger. Six names, all of whom could be big names in the Giants' future. So yeah. starts at 2 o'clock today. So let's see. And also maybe maybe we get a little bit more information on what's going on with uh, you know, Major League Baseball and the players. Right. Well, uh, well Manfred right dropped the uh, 100% bomb yesterday on ESPN. He said 100%. Yeah, but, but, he, but, I, but you know what? He can't say that. He can't. Can he force the players to take the field? Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, there's, there's no. that mandate he can do, right? He can't force them. But they can opt out. They can opt out. Yeah. So, I mean, when he says 100%, you know, I'm thinking, really? Okay. <laughs> Did you talk to Tony Clark about this? There it is. See? Yeah. Uh, See? We'll see what happens. But, you know, I'd like it to be more than 48 games for a lot of reasons. One, I think the closer you get to 75 or 80, the more legit things are when Mm -hmm. it comes to Mm -hmm. who's going to be the the teams in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And I think we want baseball. We want things to be legit, too. And uh, I think more than 48 would be a lot better. Good stuff. Kite, by the time we talk to you next Tuesday, who knows? There could be baseball and six new Giants. So have a great yeah, weekend, absolutely. my friend. Yeah. All right? I think our conversation Tuesday is going to be really good. I agree. Looking forward to it. Yeah. yeah. And, and by the way, I, I, out of the interest of decorum, I didn't ask you. A lot of listeners who are diehards who listen to Mike and you, mm-hmm. they wanted me to follow up on the big story yesterday about the uh, the – the Mustang Ranch coupons for the Reno oh, Silver Sox. God, but right. oh, I think man. I'm just going to be a gentleman and not ask yeah, about it. Yeah, we're going to sidestep right? that. Yeah. Why would he take my material? That's what I want to know. <laughs> he, Is you he know? starting to get that dry? <laughs> That's on, good stuff. On what he's using? <laughs> he's getting dry, drying up. Yeah. Seriously. Well, I threw him a Reno Aces line, and he I threw him a Reno Aces lifeline, and that's what he went with. Yeah. Right? He true. lives in Reno. He should I have know. a thousand mm-hmm. different stories. <laughs> But he's got a joke one from the Mustang Ranch. Are you kidding me? You know, Sounds like you got to call your partner for your daily chat and have a you know little needle. All right. You know what? You know what? I should, how I should really spoil this? Go. Yeah. I, none of that's true. Mm. Don't do that. Don't spoil <laughs> that's that. A good story. See now everybody loses. Now mom and dad right. are fighting. Now. <laughs> Not, yeah. Right. Right. Uh, it's true. Uh, it's true. Uh, it's I was a big fan of joking forty. Let's put it that way. Of, of, of what's that? Of jo- I was a big fan of Joking Forty. Joking Forty, what's that? That's a he owned the Mustang Ranch. Okay, gotcha. I didn't know the name. Okay, <laughs> gotcha, there it gotcha. is. All right. Well, hey, it's all it, legal. It's great Silver when State. you see the owner of the Mustang Ranch in your clubhouse. That's that's when you know you're playing <laughs> ball in the right town. Yes, right? indeed. Yeah. That's uh, when you're hanging young, out with the power hitters. Right for man? a young bachelor, of course. Uh, yes, a young bachelor. Yeah, of course, from the farm. Come on. <laughs> From Sturtevant, Wisconsin. All right, Kipe. Awesome, uh, Tuesday. Kipe. Here's to Tuesday, all right? Let's do it. You got it. Dwayne Kuyper on KMBR 104.5 and 680. And I should tell you, you are listening to KMBR Morning Show on KMBR and KMBR FM San Francisco, the sports leader. The power hour continues on KMBR 104.5 and 680, the sports leader. Kite with Murph and Mac has been sponsored by your Northern California Honda dealers at NorCalHondaDealers.com. The Murph and Mac Power Hour surges on. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Next on KNBR 104.5 and 680 V.
Sports Leader. From the Chilton Auto Body Traffic Desk, overall a pretty good commute here on this Thursday morning. We have had activity in Petaluma, southbound 101, north of Petaluma Boulevard North, an overturned car that went off the roadway there, and it is slow as you approach the scene, even though no lanes are blocked. It's possible that when they try and retrieve that, uh, it's an SUV, try and retrieve it, they may shut down the right lane. That could back things up uh, much more. We've got uh, Caltrain delays. There was some sort of an earlier incident, so up and down the peninsula, you're a bit behind schedule. Westbound 80 congestion, San Pablo Avenue in pockets down to University. Westbound 4 is a slow ride from Railroad to Willow Pass Road heading out of Pittsburgh. And we're backed up to about the 880 overpass, metering lights on at the Bay Bridge. This is Murph and Max Power Hour. No commercials, no BS, no f***ing around. Absolute power. The cooler of content is on deck. But first, here's today's top six. Six, 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 six sports stories. Take the power back. On KNBR 104.5 at 6.8, the sports leader. Oh, yeah, the power hour. Just a part of your life now, my friends. Just a part of your life. And, of course, you know what else is a part of your life? O'Donnell Financial. Of That's right. The Murphy yeah. and Mac Show is sponsored by our good friends at O'Donnell Financial. O'Donnell. When it comes to keeping an eye on your business, Bay Alarm brings the best, like networked video surveillance systems so you can view your security cameras from anywhere. It's one more way we keep our eyes on what you prize. Because if your security is not the best, you're not secure. Go to bayalarm.com slash KNBR video for a special offer to all new business customers. Now, more than ever, Bay Alarm, ACO 28CCL 880138.